Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is Philly Sports with Giovanni. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! This podcast is powered by Eagle Made of Sports Illustrated. Blitz is coming. Hurts sees it. Gets rid of it. It's caught for the touchdown! Here's your host, Giovanni Hamilton. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Giovanni Show. Today we have on Sam from Babies on Broad. What is up, Sam? Hey, Gio. Thank you so much for having me on. It's such a fun time in Philly sports. Yeah, it's been a while since I've had you on. So, uh, And I know you are one of the biggest Phillies fans that I know. So I was mm-hmm. super excited to... Uh, Got have- it on right now. Yeah. <laughs> um. So the Phils had a rough loss last night, the no-hitter. Um, what do they need to fix it tonight in Philly? Um, so I think it is going to be a completely different story tonight. It, it has to be. Um, it's their last game at home for the entire season, no matter what happens, whether they win in Houston or not. So I think that will play into it, and I think the crowd's going to come out electric. It's just really frustrating in the fact that they went from setting a record or tying the record with the most home runs the night before, and then being the second team ever to have no hits in a World Series game. So it's it's literally such a Philadelphia thing that we've seen. And the rest of the world just gets to know the pain of a Philadelphia fan and the inconsistency. But I do think tonight it's a completely different game. Um, what's his name? Javier was just amazing last night. And he was really good. Same thing kind of happened when he pitched – in uh, the NLCS when they played the Yankees. So, I mean, he threw a shutout in that game as well. He's just really good. I'm kind of confused why they had him as their game four starter um, and not higher up in that rotation because I would because he looks like he's got the good stuff. But, yeah, just inconsistency, I think, and hope that it's going to be a different story tonight. Yeah, for sure. I think that uh, Schwarber is going to hit some bombs tonight. Me personally. I do like Schwarber to hit some bombs tonight. That could have changed the game too. the controversial call last night about if it was foul or not. I personally thought it was, but I do see the people saying that it just barely got the corner of the bag. Yeah. Um, I, I love watching Kyle Schwarber in the postseason. It's just so fun. So I can't wait to uh, watch him tonight. Tonight, actually, Eagles versus Texans and Phillies versus Houston. And it's just like this has been set up so perfectly. It's just wild to see this. Uh, It's such a Philly thing that this is happening. And on the same night, uh, just a lot of Philly sports, and I'm just here for it. Yeah, no, it's so exciting. And I'm kind of happy that – the Eagles are doing as well as they are, and they're playing 
possibly most likely the worst team in the NFL. So it's not as big if you miss something in that game. Obviously, football's faster paced, so it's going to be easier to probably keep your eye on that for at least the beginning of that game and then just check over every like once a minute or so to a baseball game. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's super exciting. Both teams obviously are doing fantastic. Who would have thought that? But what's your setup going to look like tonight? What's your TV? You got one on the TV, one on a laptop. You got two TVs. Yeah. So the uh, the laptop that I'm recording on right now is going to have the Phillies <laughs> game on the coffee table, and uh, then the big TV is going to have the the Eagles on, and we're just going to uh, chill out. I think we got Chinese food and. Uh, <laughs> Riggs just had his uh, uh, surgery. He got fixed today. So we're just going to lay around with him and watch some Philly sports. Oh, that's the best, man. I saw that on your mom's Twitter. Is he the best? He looks like just the most cuddly big guy ever. Yeah, he came out of surgery today, and we're like, all right, he's going to be a little bit groggy. Don't, like, overwhelm him. He came up to us, and he was jumping like legitimately <laughs> jumping up on us. I was like, oh my gosh. That's how you know he loves you guys. Perfect yeah. part of the family. Yeah. Do you have a score prediction for this Eagles game? I think it's going to be like a 46-7 game. Yeah, so I always get stuck on um, – because I think it's going to be a huge margin, right, if you feel like everybody thinks that. But I always get stuck on what I think they're going to end up with because – we're going to put in our backups most of the time. Like we saw last week, how like majority of the fourth quarter was played by our second string. So I always get lost on what I think they're going to get or do. But tonight I feel like Houston's just so bad. Our second stringers are going to do really well on them. So let's go 42 to nine. Oh my gosh. That yeah. would be wild. I'm <laughs> here for it. Like, maybe maybe rest Jalen Hurts for, like, half of a quarter. That would be nice. Well, that's the thing that's tough, too. It's like, obviously, you want to get these guys rest. You don't want to keep them out there with the potential to get hurt. But then they don't play until the following Monday night because they're on Monday night football. So they have, like, 10 days rest. It's almost like a second bye week for them. So I don't know how much rest you want to give them. If it's not, I mean, it will be needed. But, you know, so that might play a factor. I wonder what Sirianni's going to do in that fact. Yeah, I'm excited to see it. Um, who's your favorite Phil to see in the offseason so far? My favorite Philly. Is that what you're asking? Yeah. Cool. Let's see. I guess I love JT Real Muto because he's the best catcher in baseball. You know, so I love, love, love him. But I think I relate more, as most Philly people would say, with Bryce Harper. So it, it's tough, though, because then there's also the daycare that you love. So I really just love all of this team. But if I had to choose one, I, I'm going to go I'm gonna go Bryce. That's I feel like I'd get along with him. That's the MVP. Uh, MVP. Oh, 100%. He just – he is – he's wild. I love I love seeing him out there just as the designated hitter like every night, just like out there hitting nukes. Like it's just kind of fun to see him out there just hitting balls for he's just like chilling out on the bench, comes out, hits a home run, goes back. 
Well, that's why it's awesome too, because he's still like the leader of the team. And he quite literally is only the DH. Like where else have you ever seen a DH have that much pool and leadership on a team? It's insane. It's just a testament to him. Yeah. And uh, I I feel like every Philadelphia team kind of needs a guy like Bryce Harper, Jason Kelsey, Joel Embiid. So he is definitely like, I cannot wait for us to win this World Series and see his outfit in the parade. Oh, it's going to be so amazing. He has the beard. He could potentially rock the Mummer outfit. So. It wouldn't surprise me because he does wrap in and he's like so like good with knowing past like huge Philadelphia iconic moments. So it wouldn't shock me. But I know you have school and obviously are in Indy now. Is there any chance you would come back for the parade? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I've been talking to my mom. I was like, mom, this is history, you know, <laughs> a few days of school, go back to Philly for uh, for a few days but I don't I don't know what her thought process is but I'm trying to I'm trying to get back there keep sweet talking her Gio yeah <laughs> um what is your favorite eagle this season to watch hmm so to watch I mean it has to be Jalen because I am just I was never against Jalen Hurts but I always was kind of hesitant to because I didn't know if he was truly going to reach the potential we all thought he could um because there were major things that we saw that he needed to progress in and such things as like his arm strength I was worried about how much he could build that up his accuracy he always had the leadership but just his actual athletic performance and what he displays on the field this season is absolutely astounding to have that much growth in that short amount of time and we're seeing it pay off for the Eagles. So I would have to say he's definitely the most fun to watch. Obviously I also love AJ Brown, Devontae Smith, those guys, but yeah, Jalen's definitely the top one. Yeah. Uh, I love seeing the uh, development of this, the QB one, you know, yeah, really great to see uh, just him keep his calm composure every game. The guy's face has stayed the same throughout this entire season. And it's just great to see. Uh, I I got to pick my favorite player to watch this season. It's got to be anyone from the Eagles secondary. You know, you got guys like Darius oh. Slay, James Bradbury, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. It's just crazy to see these guys go out there and just have some fun. Yeah, and they're fun to watch because when they do get their interceptions in big plays, like, they celebrate. And they're fun to – see how excited they are because it just translates through the tv yeah they uh just the way that this team has embraced the city too it's just nothing like playing in philly it really feels like 2017 2018 and it's so cool i noticed this at the beginning of the phillies run is that super bowl team obviously had dreams and nightmares their anthem and then you have this phillies team who has dancing on my own as their anthem and it's just cool to see that Philly, it just seems like you need a seasonal or a postseason anthem and it'll just carry it along. And then you're seeing that too. And just like from in the background of post press conferences and stuff with the Eagles, that they're just vibing, dancing in the clubhouse. And that's what you love to see or locker room for football, I guess it is <laughs> still in baseball mind. But yeah, it's so fun. They're just enjoying themselves and it makes it so fun for the city. Yeah. And uh, just it, 
2017 season, we, we were the underdogs. And this season, we're still kind of the underdogs because everybody's still sleeping, even though we're 7-0. and Like, it makes no sense. I'm just so excited for the Eagles to go 8-0 and tonight. Yeah, we definitely are the underdog. And it's because the NFC East is as good as they are. So I think everybody just has that uh, natural hate against Philadelphia, right? So I feel like everybody is just like waiting for us to fall off. And then the Cowboys and the Giants who aren't far behind because they're overperforming this year. Um, they're just waiting for them to take over. But Philly will show them, Gio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that the big the big mind changer is gonna be like when we play Dallas for the second time and Dak Prescott's back and you know, they don't have anything to whine about anymore. So we're gonna go in there and prove our point. So yeah, a hundred percent. It's going to be the best Christmas present ever. And it is frustrating. Like you said, people are still whining. When you look at the NFC East and the other top teams in the NFC East behind us, the Vikings are right behind us and we absolutely demolished them. So it's like, what more do we need to do? So hopefully that Cowboys game, they can prove themselves again, but it's not the worst thing. Let people doubt us. We'll win it all again and show them that way. I think it's going to be like a Bills Eagles Super Bowl. That would be- I would love that. I would absolutely love that. I like Kansas City, too, just because Andy Reid, and I think they're a good program. So I wouldn't mind that either, but Bills-Eagles would be the best matchup in a Super Bowl ever. Just the fan bases coming together, like Bills Mafia with the tables, putting each other through the tables, and then the Eagles, just rowdy fans, just would be the best. It would be incredible. And it's in Arizona, so both – places would be able to escape the cold go down to the heat so it would just be insane there and it's going to be super crowded I know that yeah um so is there any game this year that you think that the Eagles might not have a chance of winning or uh you think they'll struggle with so it's I don't know if there's any that specifically stands out besides a division rival. Those ones you always got to be worried about. Um, Washington's kind of not the best this year. So I don't know if I would be panicked about them on Monday night. But just we still have two times to face the Giants. And then we also have, as we mentioned earlier, the Cowboys on New Year's Eve in Dallas. So those games always make me nervous. And they are better um, than a lot of teams we face this year. So it wouldn't surprise me if we lose if we split with New York and then if we did lose to Dallas, I don't think it would be an absolute big deal. Obviously we don't want that to happen, but I don't think it would really affect this team. So those ones make me nervous. The rest of them, it's just kind of like, it's that anticipation. Nobody actually scares me. It's that anticipation of when we're going to get our first loss. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. I think it's like December 4th or December 11th. We have the Giants. That could be the first loss right there, just because they would absolutely love to hand us our first one. Yeah, and the the Giants are a pretty complete team if you're looking at the NFL or the NFC East this year. So they're they're definitely our biggest competitor. So uh, that's gonna be a good matchup. Uh, I'm not oh, for sure, Cowboys. I'm not scared of the, the <laughs> Commanders. So uh, I think we're all right there, but. Definitely the Cowboys. I think we're going to go 16-1 and this year. That's going to be amazing. I did predict – I think I predicted 13-3, and not thinking about how it's 17 games. Um, So I guess that would make it like 13-4. and 
or maybe I would go 14 and three. But everybody, I remember at the beginning of the season saying I was absolutely insane with that prediction. And now I'm going to be wrong for the right reasons, it looks like, because we're going to have more than 13 or 14 wins, hopefully. I was saying this in the spring after I got to talk to Howie Roseman about linebackers at the NFL Combine. I said, 14 and three is going to be our record. So hopefully, hopefully we do better than that. Yeah, if we do better than that. I would be happy if it was 14 and three. Yeah. And that could very well be it, too. You think about it. If we lose to the Giants and then just have another loss, but then towards the end of the season, I think the Giants are our last game. So it might even be that we lose both to the Giants if they do hand us our first loss, just for the fact that why would we want to get hurt before we're going into the playoffs, you know? So situational like that, it could be 14 and three. The talent wise, if they played every single game to their full ability, I don't think would be 14 and three, but we might be right. Yeah. I'm so excited for both these games tonight. Thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thanks for having me, Gio. You're a superstar now. It's so cool that you, I know you would never forget me, but it's cool to have you reach out and have me back on the show. Yeah, thanks for coming on. <laughs>